This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycast. Good evening, you're listening to Femme Fatale on Joy 94.9 with Kat and Gemma. Femme Fatale is a discussion and dissection of the issues facing women in life, health, relationships and the arts. We just heard Something Borrowed, Something Blue by Ben Lee. I'm pretty sure that dates right back to 1999. It's practically vintage, that track. I haven't heard it for a very long time. Me either. So. It's got a bit of a different taste flavour for Ben Lee as well compared to his other more kind of slow folky stuff. So good track. On tonight's show, we are talking about coming out to yourself, as Kat puts it. (laughs) I like to call it realising you're not straight. (laughs) Well, it's like a pre-coming out. Yeah. Before you actually come out. Out, out. Out. If you ever do. Or what does that even mean now? Um, No. (laughs) This is the Prelude Show. The next week we're doing a big show and we've got a few guests coming on to talk about their coming out stories, to share those awkward, awkward moments and tell of the horrors of the coming out. The official coming out to family, to friends, to people of importance, to maybe your boyfriend or your husband at the time. That's what we're going to talk about next week. So this week we're going to talk about how you realised you were gay. When was it? What was the determining factors? What was going on in your life? How old were you? Um, how long did it take? And what were your barriers to realisation? We'd really like to hear what you guys think. So during the show, you can text us at 0427JOY949. You can Facebook us at Femme Fatale. You can use the Smartphone Joy app. Or you can email us at femfatale at joy.org.au. So get in touch. We want to know uh, when you first realised you weren't straight. You're listening to Femme Fatale on Joy 94.9. Good evening. You're listening to Femme Fatale on Joy 94.9 with Kat and Gemma. Femme Fatale is a discussion and dissection of the issues facing women in life, health, relationships and the arts. We just heard the song formerly known as by Regurgitator <laughs> and Purple Haze by Groove Martin. Now Kat is giggling because she requested that we take a trip back to 1999 to experience the sultry tunes which kind of reminds us of those days of feeling the haze. (laughs) (laughs) I'm loving it. We're feeling a little too chilled out. We'll have to ramp it up a bit with the next We can ramp it up. Uh, What are we talking about tonight, Kat? Tonight we are talking about, um, well, I'm calling it coming out to yourself. Though technically, I guess it's about realising when you weren't straight. Um, This is a a prelude to our, our coming out show that we'll be doing next week. We'll be talking to quite a few people about their coming out stories um, and all the exquisite embarrassment and stress that that involved. But so tonight we're going to focus on uh, the the self-realisation about not being straight um, and what that was like and how long it took and whether or not it was painful and and all those things. And more importantly, we want to hear your stories. Tell us how you realised you weren't straight. What were the barriers to you acknowledging that to yourself um one of the previous presenters on the previous show commented that he told people he was gay before he was actually sure and i said why not it's kind of you know trying it on for size seeing if it fits you and uh going from there talking the talk before you can fully walk the walk i think that's a good i think that's an interesting way to go about it uh so kat tell us what you kind of your a bit of your story oh um so i guess uh, the the first question is how did you realize that you weren't straight. That I think, look, for me, that's a really complicated question because uh, people always 
say, you know, when did you realize, like, when, how old were you? Um, and that has actually got, that question's got a lot of different answers depending on exactly what you mean by no. So in one sense, I always knew. Um, so from the time that I first remember having, you know, sexual thoughts, um, they were about girls primarily. Um, but that's not really quite the same. So in that sense, I knew that I was attracted to girls. But that's not the same thing as knowing that you're not straight. Does that make sense? Totally. Because I think, oh, look, we did some research on the kind of ages that you start um, experiencing sexuality and sensation and all that kind of thing. And from early as ages two to five, um, children are aware of their sexual genitalia, can experience pleasure and will often either touch themselves or stimulate themselves, not realising there's a public shame associated with that until yeah. about the age six they learn to do that in private and that they start, children at about age six start feeling um, self-conscious about their privacy and about their genitalia and wanting to dress and bathe in private even from their own parents often and that's when they're becoming really more aware of their sexuality and often as early as age six children um can be can masturbate and be interested in sexual contact and start having those initial little um weird sexual thoughts about opposite or same sex gender as early as six which is really interesting so i remember doing that and i remember that it was about girls but um i didn't have any idea what gay was never heard of it um at at some point i guess in my early teens i i heard about the concept of gay but it was never expressed to me as anything to do with women Mm. it was always to do with men um and it sounds it seems really naive now but i just had no idea that there was such a thing as a lesbian so um although i had all these thoughts and feelings i and in the absence of ever you know at that particular time this is in the uh, early to mid 80s um, no one talked about that certainly where I was from um, in Tassie and uh, and certainly not at school I was at Catholic school um, so I just assumed of course I assumed I was normal I'd never been anyone else other than me so that must be what it is to you know be a person um, so I assumed that everyone felt the same way Mm. And that, you know, I was normal, so therefore it was normal to have those feelings about girls. And also it was normal to be heterosexual, so therefore I must be heterosexual. Um, and that heterosexual women had sexual thoughts about girls as well. They just didn't talk about it. Mm. That's what I thought. Well, coming from a similar two-bit town on the mid-north coast of New South Wales, which shall not be named because I've just ranted on it pretty heavily. <laughs> um, similarly, I... We, Lesbian was a dirty word in our Catholic school. It was an insult you threw around and we didn't really know what it means. And I didn't even know to associate really lesbian with the fact that from a really young age I was playing and having sexual fantasies about girls and had always fallen head over heels in love with my girlfriends, um, my best friends, like my best girlfriends. (laughs) Had similar crushes on boys, but they were always a little bit more peripheral and less based in kind of a a sexual drive now I'm bisexual and and pretty much equally attracted to men as I am to women but when I was younger I had a much stronger affinity towards the feminine Um, and I think that's because all my friends were girls and that's who I had the closest contact with when I actually started realizing that I've got much closer to the boys in my school and I made a lot more friends that were male and I kind of shifted um, which was really interesting for me but in the same way that there was no 
out gays that I knew of, they certainly weren't talked about and they certainly weren't a discussion at school or at home with my parents or even amongst friends and family. So I didn't know what it meant to be gay or except for what I saw on TV. Um, and the only things we were ever really exposed to on tilt was sitcom stereotypes or mm. the Mardi Gras, which everyone just laughed at the gays. So I just thought it was a big party. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really I didn't really have any full understanding until I moved to the city later in my life. Um, I was exposed to a lot more diversity that I realised that there was a label for what I was and that there was a community of people that lived that way and that we weren't always accepted, but, you know, things were coming around. So even as... I, I mean, I went through my schooling in the mid-90s, like 10, 15 10 years, years yeah. after you, and it was exactly the same small-town experience of there just That's being... a little sad, really. ...no awareness yeah. whatsoever. And it wasn't talked about in school, and it wasn't talked about in... The, the general assumption in my education and in my PE and health classes and all of that stuff was that you will get married and have children. Yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I would say that it's not as though there was so much uh, negative connotations to do with being gay as I was growing up but more that it kind of existed in a vacuum I just had no idea and it wasn't until I was maybe about 12 or 13 that I came to understand um, that it kind of existed and that's when the big shock hit me that apparently it was wrong and dirty and not normal but uh, we will talk about that a little bit more after the next song Um, but we want to know what you think during the show you can text us at 0427 joy 949 you can facebook us at femme fatale you can use the smartphone joy app or you can email us at femme fatale at joy.org.au you're listening to femme fatale on joy 94.9 Good evening, you're listening to Femme Fatale on Joy 94.9 with Kat and Gemma. We were just listening to Get Me Off by Basement Jacks, a little trip back down memory lane, and after that, The Greatest Views by Silverchair. One of the great <laughs> 90s rock anthems of our it was 2002. Era. Sorry. Yeah. My bad. So much later than the 90s. Wow. As if you don't know, we are doing a little Triple J check down memory lane tonight because we are talking about when we first realised we're gay and these were some of the songs that were totally championing my um, my experience. Maybe not Cats. But what were you listening to in the 80s, Cat, when you were realising you were gay? Oof. Mel and Kim. <laughs> oh, I've got a story about that actually, but <clears throat> I won't tell it on air. Oh, that's not fair. That's just teasing. <laughs> if it's just tuning in for the first time, we are talking about coming out to yourself, as Kat puts it, or realizing that you're gay and how old were you? How did it happen? What was the realization? We've talked a little bit about how from early as the age of six, we start having sexual thoughts, often heterosexual or homosexual, depending on our orientation. Um, and that's kind of when we first start conceptualising sex with other people as that young. Um, most of us can probably identify with that. Mm. Um, we want to talk a little bit about, about barriers to realisation, so what was blocking you and um, what was yeah. the hardest part about coming to terms with it? Because we were talking before, like there's, there is actually quite a big difference between the self-realisation, the actual coming out to other people and acceptance. Yeah. Yeah. 
And you can do those things in various orders with various amounts of success as well. (laughs) Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. No, we want to hear what you think. We want to hear about your stories, um, about when you first realised that you were gay and how old you were and what were the circumstances. During the show, you can text us at 0427 JOIN 949. You can connect with us on Facebook, comment on our status about this show. You can download the free smartphone JOY app where you can also stream live or you can email us at femfatale at joy.org.au. All right, barriers. What were the greatest? What were your greatest barriers? Um, well, that happened in a few phases, I guess. The first one was when I was still quite young, sort of twelve or thirteen. At that point, where I realised that up to that point, I, I thought that everyone had those kinds of feeling, the same sex attraction feelings, and that that it was normal. Um, and then I was really, really shocked to find out that it wasn't something that happened with everyone. Mm. So I figured that, you know, because heterosexuality was normal, that's what I was, um, but that I had all these same-sex attracted feelings. Which um, made you strange. But I, at the, I thought that was normal until it was pointed out to me um, that it, apparently it wasn't, and that's when I freaked out um, and thought that there was something wrong with me. Anyway, eventually I got over that. Um, and I guess, I, you know, I, there was a coming out in... In different stages, stages as well. Yeah. So, I mean, I still kind of had that thing stuck in my head that, that you know, because being attracted to men is what you do, that that must be something that I am. And, but that I also had this, this, this attraction to, uh, towards women. So, initially, I, once I became aware of the fact that, you know, you were supposed to label yourself, which was also a shock to me. But um, when I discovered that you were supposed to have some kind of term for your sexual orientation, I I just told people I was bisexual, including um, like my mother. Um, and that wasn't a big deal for me at all. Mm. Uh, in fact, it felt like a bit of a cop out because, you know, I'm actually not bisexual Mm. um but it felt like a sort of a safe place for me to inhabit so i did that for like for a really long time and it wasn't until i then came out as gay that's the one that really freaked me out Mm. when i actually had to tell people well no actually i'm not attracted to men and i'm not going to be seeing men anymore that one really freaked me out yeah and that took me until i was about 32 yeah, it's really tough. But I'd been really comfortable with claiming I was bisexual right up to that point. I don't know why it was such a big deal. Um, some, some, still some residual feelings of guilt or shame or something. I'm, I'm just, ha- sure. I'm having a flashback. I didn't have my first realization of gay shame until I came out at about 16 and told my best friend that I was completely and madly in love with her and she went and found the first boyfriend that came along <laughs> she ran away and broke my heart into smithereens oh, and i ouch. have no doubt that she's completely heterosexual and that's fine i've always fallen a lot for um the straight girl but yeah i've never experienced shame about it until then up until about 16 i was quite comfortable with the idea that i was attracted to women and i knew that it wasn't society's norm but i liked being a little bit different i was right, that, i right. was that kid yeah. who didn't mind being totally different i didn't really care what anyone thought of me i was really tough and i was really kind of battle worn so it didn't really bother me until i experienced the shame of rejection from the first girl that i ever fell in love I with i think that's a really good point cuz and that's I have the to first admit, time i think that's the same for me as well it wasn't until i felt like someone put me in my place yeah and i felt rejected and hurt and realized that 
my feelings were not reciprocated I think that I freaked out. As a child, we grow up in a bubble of, and your parents always tell you, if you had decent parents, that you can be anything you want to be and do anything you want to do. So I think I, we all had this bubble that it would all be fine and love the world is love and you can be and do whatever you want to be at the same time as the Catholic Church telling me that there was no such thing as gay. I still had that bubble and it didn't get popped. I'm just realizing right now as I'm saying this until the first time I felt rejection and from another woman. Um, and when the girlfriends that I'd always hung out with as an early teen, like um, just kind of pubescent, um, and we had always made out and played games and all that kind of stuff um, and explored, when they turned around and blanked me at school, because of the kissing oh. and stuff. It wasn't until then that I really came out to myself because I finally felt the humiliation and the shame associated with my orientation, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. That's when it really hit me. That's when the realisation happened, when I actually became part of the community that was rejected and experienced homophobia. Isn't that really sad? That is really sad we want to hear your stories so you can text in at 0427 joy 949 or you can facebook us at femme fatale we're going to cut to a track enjoy this we'll talk to you soon good evening you're listening to femme fatale and joy 94.9 with kat and Gemma. femme fatale is a discussion and dissection of the issues facing women in life health relationships and the arts on tonight's show wait what were we listening to oh my goodness Losing my mind. Um, one said to the other, the living end and a little less satisfaction, Elvis. Versus a little less conversation. That's what I said. Yeah. That's <laughs> what you felt. That's what I felt. Elvis versus JXL. Now, if you've been with us for the whole show, you know that we've taken a little trip down memory lane, 1999 to th- 2002. People are writing in. They love the tunes. The tunes are awesome. We've been having a bit of a giggle in here to ourselves going, this in ages. What is even, well, I didn't even know what this is. Um, exploring the old and now vintage <laughs> speak to the hipster population that's actually vintage on tonight's show we are talking about coming out to yourself realizing you're gay we've been talking a lot about our own stories but thanks to all the people who have written in we're going to share their stories a little bit later on uh, we'd love to hear what you think you've got a couple of minutes please text in on 0427 joy 949 now we heard from someone but <laughs> but um one of the things we wanted to acknowledge was that and we had someone write in about it was um the experience for trans people um who also have to go through coming out as gay and realizing their gender non-conformity is an even harder journey um and something that you know Kat and I have never experienced That's but right. there are a lot of different experiences of what we're discussing tonight out there and um, we want to acknowledge that Childhood gender nonconformity is a pretty um, it's a pretty interesting thing. There's been a lot of research about it. Um, children who just from the earliest of ages don't conform to typical gender stereotypes and roles, in, including um, not well refusal to take part in activities that are conventionally thought suitable to their gender. Um, cro- you know, cross-dressing from a really early age. Um, preference for playmates of a different sex, whereas children of the tend age, to gravitate towards the same children gender. Children of the yeah. same, yep, of the same gender. Um, play, playing with toys generally associated with the opposite sex. Um, identification with characters of the opposite sex, and you've got even more spectrums of that of children that just even from a really young age don't identify their gender the way that they are being asked to. 
um, and that goes through various stages. I, I guess throughout their life um, until they, you know, and it's not an easy path. So trying to uh, come out to yourself or realise that you're also gay or bisexual or whatever is, I imagine, also incredibly difficult. Yeah, I think I think as a child or as a teenager, realising that you're anything that's not the norm is is pretty terrifying. Um, and I think it's it's for some people probably a much harder path than others. I mean, looking back now, and I've said this to friends a million times um, in the last few years, looking back now, I'm I think thank God I'm just gay. Um, you know, it could have been a much harder journey. Um, and at the time, as a kid, it seemed like the hardest thing in the whole world. But obviously, with a lot more perspective, um, I realised that other people's journeys were just as hard, if not harder, yeah. much harder um, than mine. Some women who've written in have said that um, they never considered themselves straight, as in took the heterosexual road that similarly you and I took because of our small town kind of small mindedness, that there was yeah. only heterosexualism. Um, and felt that they were completely asexual till they rediscovered later that they were actually attracted to women and that that's where their sexuality lay. So that's some, really interesting some kids, one. I guess, going through all these phases that we've talked about, suppress the sexuality to a point of thinking they're asexual until later in life when they connect with their homosexuality. Well, I remember when talking about um, sexuality with friends um, in my teens and in my 20s, um, and and you'll laugh when you hear me say this now, but um, I I just assumed that I was one of those people that was just very rarely attracted to people. Um, and I remember saying to people, "You've said it to me." Yeah, in the last I just three years. I just never I just thought that maybe I just was didn't, really was, picky. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I could go years between being finding you know one man attractive and another man attractive, um, which of course now seems. You know, hilarious. like hilarious. Um, but at the time, I thought maybe I just wasn't very sexual yeah. as a person. Yeah, I agree. Um, thanks to everyone who wrote in. It's been a really great show. This is the Prelude Show. Prel, did I say yeah, that? Yeah, you right? did. <laughs> okay, yeah, good. Well I've got a bit of a vague brain tonight. Um, this is the Prelude Show to our big show next week. It's our coming out show. We are sharing your greatest coming out stories. We need you to text or email us. Email is better, femfatalejoy.org.au, your coming out story, why it was funny, why it really wasn't, <laughs> who you came out to, um, when, you had, when, you, when you considered yourself as out. Some people are out with their friends but not out with their family and that doesn't happen for a long time. If ever. Um, if ever. And um, we understand that. But we want to hear your stories, good, bad, ugly and we want to put them on the radio we've also got some fantastic guests coming in who shall not be named um to discuss their coming out stories and the different you know shades of color that that can have and kat's going to tell us her amazing coming out story and i will share mine although it's not as interesting that's why we had to get people on the show (laughs) (laughs) mine's not as interesting kat's is pretty because you're so well adjusted yeah definitely (laughs) uh well that's about all we've got time for tonight Unfortunately, we're gonna have to listen to some more an- another '90s song before we go, though, because Absolutely. it's been the highlight of my night. Coming up next is "Kiss My Arts" with Amy. Uh, reviews, interviews, and what's on in the world of indie music. Thank you very much for joining us on Femme Fatale on Joy ninety four point nine.
Joy 94.9 is a GLBTIQ community radio station in Melbourne, Australia. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.